from the heart of New York City. He is the human suplex machine. This is the Taz Show. Yeah, yeah. Talking wrestling, sports, and beyond. It's the Black Tower Maniac coming out of Brooklyn. The one-man crime spree. He gonna leave you shook. Try to beat him if you can and survive if he lets you. Human suplex and he coming for you too. Better watch out. The guy your mother warned you about. And he's got one question. I'll inform you about like. You're not afraid of a little competition, are you? Award-winning host and former world heavyweight champion, Taz. All right, all right. Oh, the job is in a sea of slunk as you're all listening to the Taz Show. Tuesday. It's a Tuesday edition of this bad boy. And I might snap during the show because of something that happened on Raw. I'm going to do my best not to be professional. And I'm not upset over the fact that this is day two. Day two of the lack of ability to you verbally, for you people to verbally, all you little nubs, for you guys to verbally communicate with yours truly, it can't happen. Unfortunately, unfortunately, it cannot happen because day two of the phone lines being kaput, not working, busted. Busted Jones, and it's not, this time, it's not CBS's fault. It's not. Will you stop? I'm telling you, it's not. So normally I would say, hey, if you want a you know, very simple process, you can call the show. Attention hotline fans. Hold on, no! Captain, it's not happening. You cannot call the hotline today. Damn it. You can't. Only if we had a screeching sound effect stall that was open. Let me try that again. So if you want to call the show, you can try, but... Attention hotline fans. Take two. But what? You gotta... But you can't! But you can't! <laughs> Oh, they say we have chemistry. <laughs> oh, it's great chemistry. These are some of the reasons why you're going to quit the show. You're quitting, right? That's I, I already put in my notice. Yes. yes. He did. He did quit. He's smiling. Smiling and lying. Lying and laughing. Smiling his ass off. I'm out of here. I'm getting away from the Taz show. The captain running off the ship. Right into the water. He loves it. You can't wait to get out of here. You can't wait. Cannonball Jones, you can't wait to get out of here. Look at you smiling like a little kid in a candy store. You got it all lined up. Big payday job coming. You don't have to deal with this crazy bastard in front of you. Oh, you can't wait. Oh, yeah, to be the captain. No one's got it better than you, dude. You think so? Oh, you got it lined up, son. Big new job coming about. You'll be crawling back begging here in about two months. Taz, please, please take me back, please. You haven't checked your email yet? <laughs> please take me back, please. Well, I don't know. You have to talk to Seth. Good, ooh, good luck. <laughs> I think we need a, another. <laughs> <laughs> that would be rough. No, no, no. You will be crawling back. You're going to be very successful, and then you could just, you know, when you're driving by in your limousine, <laughs> eating a gigantic gyro, you just throw a tomato at me. I'll be eating a giant block of cheese. <laughs> Feta. <laughs> Whoa, what the hell just happened now? Did you hear that? Echo Jones. All right, so look, a lot, lot of cover, a lot to cover, I should say, in the show. So, unfortunately, no phones, guys. Sorry about that. It's not CBS's fault. All right, I'm, I was having fun out here. But the thing is, uh, it's uh, the, the company, the carrier that handles the phones in the whole building. There's problems. They're saying it might be fixed by tomorrow. They're, they got to work on it today, I guess. That's what's going on. So, um, 
So, but but the good news is, you guys will be able to, if you can or want to, jump on the Facebook Live for the second hour of the show. So, as opposed to the fourth quarter, the last thirty minutes of the show being Facebook Live, you will be able to jump on Facebook Live if you choose or you can at uh, in one hour at eight a.m. Eastern, and you can watch or communicate. You know, if if I can try my, I'll try my best to. Communicate with you guys on the Facebook Live, and that's at facebook.com slash the Taz Show. So if you guys want to do that, you can. Uh, so what do we have on tap? Well, it's going to be a lot of raw chatter in this show here. Okay, a lot, I have a lot of thoughts and opinions on Monday Night Raw. I watched just about the whole show. I have some thoughts on the Vikings-Giants on Monday Night Football last night also. And, uh, you know, on this show, I don't normally cover news. Sometimes I talk sports news, but I don't normally do that. But uh, let's go over some NFL news, uh, now that I mention that. Well, as I said, Vikings-Giants, well, that was the, the MNF Monday Night Football. And uh, the Vikings defeated the New York Giants 24-10. to A couple of things I have to say about this. The Odell Beckham, oh boy, Meltdown Jones. He is just, this guy went from being the hot commodity to just the past couple of several weeks, just Meltdown City. He just, he just now he's blaming the referees for targeting him. They're saying that they're, they're, they're he's, he's accusing the refs of blaming him that they want to just throw flags on. And, you know, that's kind of like me here at CBS, like with the bosses. It's the same type thing, you know. I'm all- <laughs> Does that mean we're going to see Odell Beckham's picture in the lobby? He'll <laughs> be up before mine, I'll tell you that right now. So, so anyway, yeah, so Beckham is complaining a little bit. A lot of it, I should say. And he went for the media and, and you know... And he's just kind of saying that they're, 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 the refs are after him. They're just cutting promos on him and throwing flags on him and all this kind of jazz. And then he interviewed uh, Eli Manning, and Eli said something like, uh, well, it's his own fault. <laughs> so Eli just buried Beckham. So now That's teamwork. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't blame Eli Manning. He just wants to win. I mean, you got to contain yourself. We just saw a couple weeks back, Eldo, Odell Beckham went nuts on the sideline of a game. He kicked the punt the net. The net hit him in the face. The ball, bam, right across the mouth. Hit him right in the face. He went nuts. He's throwing his helmet around. He's got the blonde mohawk. Ah, yeah! I'm Odell, old day JB. OJB, what's his name? ODGJ. ODB? Right. <laughs> OD, no, old dirty bastard. That's, what are you talking about ODB from, from TNA? She was a tough girl. I'm talking about OJD. How do you say Odell Beckham? OD. OBJ? ODB. ODA, ODJ, OBA, handsome Johnny, <laughs> grab a mic, handsome Johnny, grab a mic, ODB, o- o- ODB, ODJ, Odell Beckham, ODB, Odell Beckham, so o- Junior, and then D, O-B-J. and then, oh, dirty bastard, I got it, LBJ, oh, LBJBL, no, FTW, maybe, <laughs> HPM, I don't know, HDP, how about go F yourself, how's that? <laughs> Okay, anyway, I digress. So, uh, old old Joe Beckham Jr., he uh, is going crazy, and he needs to chill. There's problems. So, Eli Manning yesterday in this Viking game went 25 for 45, 261 yards, one interception. Not a great day, in my opinion, for the Eli. On the flip side of it, the purple and gold of the Minnesota Vikings sitting 4-0 right now, guys. Hey, I'll tell you what. You gotta give a plethora of credit to the Vikings, their coaching staff. They brought in Sam Bradford. Bradford, Bradford. When when Bridgewater got hurt, oh man, it was like, oh god, this is gonna be a problem. This was before the season. And then AP, who I threw off my fantasy team, Adrian Peterson, 
He gets hurt. He's sidelined. You think, oh, man, the Vikings, they suck fast Jones out there in Minnesota. Uh-uh. No. No. Uh-uh. The Vikings are turning it up, baby. Sam Bradford, 26-36, 262 yards, one touchdown. The pride of the Oklahoma Sooners. This guy was becoming a quarterback journeyman in the NFL. And next thing you know, he shows up over there in uh, Minnesota. He's tearing it up. Son of a bitch looks good. As I've pointed out in the past, guys, nobody covers the NFL like me. Nobody! And there's a reason for that. Mike Zimmer, the head coach right there, a guy I don't know, he does a great job. Another guy's been coaching a lot of years all over the place. It's crazy over there in that dome. They got the Vikings gimmick. They go crazy. They got a... I saw Bud Grant. You know Bud Grant? I don't think so. Yeah, I do. I don't know personally. He was the uh, coach back in the day. GTS it. Bud Grant was the original... Not the original. I shouldn't say original. He was one of the early years. Very successful Vikings head coach. I don't know how many years he coached. Him, a lot of years. And Bud Grant, I believe recently, to open the stadium or something like that, if Robbie's around, maybe Robbie could, uh, he's a big Viking fan. Bud Grant coached the Vikings from 67 to 83, and then in 1985 as well. Hey, Robbie, if you're in the building here, if you hear me, who's Robbie? Uh, I know you're a big Vikings fan. Robbie, like, who's Robbie? Just uh, uh, Let me know about Bud Grant and the cannon. He shot off a cannon like the captain. At the, I think it was the opening of the new uh, dome they have. All over the map, Jones here. I'm telling you, this is what happened. Captain, you're looking at me like I'm nuts. The guy, Bud Grant... And they do this like, ah, this chant. They go crazy. Whoa. They're nuts in Minnesota. Where is Robbie? <laughs> He's answering the phone. Oh, wait, no. Oh, no phones. <laughs> Robbie was a gentleman. He's here. He's supposed to help with our phone screening. Robbie, grab a mic. Can we get Robbie on mic here? We need an, We should get an extra chair. Yeah, He's nobody knows Robbie. Get, John, let him borrow your chair if you want. I'll get a chair for Rob if you don't mind. He's in my we got a camera there. 51. Impromptu Jones here. No, sit here, brother. Right here. No, you're good. Don't get hot. So right here, this is Robbie. Robbie's... Okay, he's wrecking the joint. We got 51 <laughs> ready. Impromptu Jones in the NFL talk. Robbie's a big Viking fan. And Robbie... Robbie... Mic here, bro. Oh, we got the mic on. Is he on? Robbie, say hello. How's everybody doing out there? Oh, uh, good, Robbie. So look, so yeah, so Robbie's... Uh, Guy, you work over, you worked over at WFAN, CBS right. Sports Radio, the whole thing. And you're a big football guy. No, no, keep it up. Sorry, I get crazy, Robbie. Is that right? No, it's no problem. You're I new can here. hear you from the other room. You can hear me from the other room. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? So, so anyway, yeah, Robbie, Robbie's uh, you know, helping us out here. He's he's a, a legitimate real producer. Oh, <coughs> sorry, and uh, <laughs> he's from like real radio. So now you know what we do after the show. I give him tips. <laughs> oh I yeah, coaching <laughs> sessions. For the whole year that the captain's been here. He's who to blame. That's right. <laughs> it's Robbie's fault. I'm his, we have a mentor-mentee relationship. <laughs> Robbie, quickly, because you're getting on my nerves already. I just met you. No, listen to me, bro, 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 bro. Tell me about the Vikings. You're a big Viking fan. I know that. You went to the University of Minnesota. I know that. Yep. Okay. Bud Grant. Am I lying about this thing? Right? Didn't he go to no. Cannon? What happened? Uh, a few things about Bud Grant. First of all, he's one of the most legendary coaches right. in NFL history. They never won a Super Bowl. They were 0-4 in Super Bowls. A couple things about him. One, he did open up the stadium. They have this huge Viking horn that they have up on the top of the stadium that they bring a legend up every game to... To sound the horn. I know it goes. Yeah, right. yeah, it sounds yeah, the Vikings yeah. into battle. Whoa. So Randy Moss did it last night. You know Randy of Moss. Of course, the wide yeah. receiver. Yeah. So 
Bud Grant, who's, I believe, I don't know, you can Google it. Uh, he's, she called GTS. Yeah, learn, GTS. Learn the vernacular yes. on the show, He's like sir. 90 years old. Last year, remember they played the Seahawks in the playoffs? It was like negative two degrees outside. Yes, I do remember that. He course. came out for the coin toss in short sleeves. Oh, 90 stuck. years old. It's a, it's a beast. It's a he's beast. A- 89 to be exact. 89 That's years old. Unbelievable. Here. So anyway, they have forced 10 turnovers. They haven't turned the ball over. It's the first time since 1970-something that a team has done that. They haven't turned the ball over. They've taken care of it. Their defense has played great, and even though they've lost their quarterback, running back, and left tackle, it's next man I up mentality. I forgot about the left tackle. I yeah, about... it's next man up mentality. One thing you will learn here on the Taz Show, Rob, if you stick around, you never correct Taz. That's fair. That's a big problem. I gotta, no. I gotta study those rules. Yes, there's rules. <laughs> The Taz Show. Okay, Robbie, listen. Uh, I'm going to let you go now because I have a show to do. That's fair. And I have NFL to go over. But yep. uh, are you enjoying your short time so far on the Taz Show? Absolutely. Can't wait for more. No one cares. All right. We'll talk later, bro. Thanks, Thank Mike. Uh, I mean, Taz. <laughs> <laughs> That's Robbie, ladies and gentlemen. Robbie's a little bit of a wise ass, but I like him. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, anyway. So that's the deal. He hit us with the Viking stuff. He knows his stuff. I just pull Viking fans out of the sky over here, bro. It's unbelievable. Robbie guest appearance on You're the Taz Show. You're just walking past the studio. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, get in here. Get over here, Robbie. <laughs> Robbie with the appearance. So anyway, so that's the deal on the Vikings. Uh, segment brought to you by the Minnesota Vikings. So yeah, I knew it was something with the, yeah, the horn. It gets the Vikings to go into battle. But you should do it on your ship, on the pirate ship. Yep, that the big horn. No, <laughs> bro. <laughs> All right, so now let's go into my Buffalo Bills. Uh, Bills head coach Rex Ryan stated... He expects rookie linebacker Shaq Lawson, who they knew was going to be injured. I think he's got a shoulder issue. When they drafted him, they, 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 they knew he needed uh, surgery. To return from injury by week seven. Okay, Shaq, look. I'm looking forward to this kid having a great defensive career with the Bills, but by week seven, we'll definitely be out of it by then. So it's like it's over. We, all Super Bowl happened against the Patriots. It's yeah, done. Brady's back now, so forget Brady's it. Brady's back. <laughs> it's over. You know, really, he, he, the guy's got Brady's got like 172 wins, dude, career wins, third all time. Brady, that son of a bitch, I hate him. He hasn't played yet this year, and he has four touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how. Tell you what, right now is Brady. Now he's back, dude. Now he's back on Sunday. Everybody, that's all you're gonna hear about is Brady. Highlights on on all CBS Sports TV, uh, ESPNs, all these friggin'. Uh, all you're going to see is Tom Brady every time you look at a TV. Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. He's hitting the push, bro. He's John Cena. He's the John Cena in the NFL. Big push Jones. I'm telling you. Of course, as you were saying that, Tom Brady was all over the TV in the room here. I have no idea what you're talking about, stooge. What do you mean, no? Shut up. <laughs> so, all right. So, anyway, uh, what do you call it? Oh, yeah, Lawson. So, Lawson's been out on the physical unable to perform uh, list. Following an off-season shoulder injury. I told you it was shoulder. Damn it. Should have read on. And uh, speaking of the Bills, uh, stud wide receiver Sammy Watkins reportedly may need a second surgery on his injured foot, which would end his season, which sucks. Big fan of Watkins. But what are you going to do? All right, now, uh, uncomfortable segue into some baseball chatter. Now i got to get to talk about Raw because I'm pissed. Hit some wrestling news, too, before I talk about Raw, to be honest with you. So, in the old uh, baseball, it starts, though, the wild card, okay, American League wild card game. Okay, tonight, the, uh, the what do you call it, the Baltimore Orioles will face the Blue Jays. So, this is birds versus birds. Orange birds versus blue birds. 8 p.m. Eastern tonight. Blue Jays, Orioles. Winner will go on to face the Texas Rangers. So, we shall see what happens here. You know, I, um... 
I, I really don't give a rat's ass who wins the game. I could care less. I really don't care. I don't. I'm, I'm trying to think who do I want to see win. I don't give a rat's. Nah, that's one of a kind coverage. I just don't. <laughs> I don't care who wins. Actually, I don't even care about this game. I will not be watching this game. I don't care who wins. I don't care about the American League right now. I don't. To me, it's all about the Mets. It's all about the Mets. And we get it on when we, when we play... Against the uh, Giants, Giants tomorrow. tomorrow night, right. So I know a lot of people going to the game. I'm not going. I got work to do. I got, I got work the next day. I don't have that kind of lifestyle. I can run around and go to baseball games, play grab ass, drinking beers and eating pretzels, wearing an orange and blue hat. Ah, meet the Mets! Meet the Mets! I don't have time to do that. I got a show prep. I got a, I got a show here where people quitting left and right. People coming in, people quitting. I, 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 I can't get in touch with my bosses. Can't find him. My main boss, he's like on the road. When's he coming back? Extra sector. Oh, like two or three weeks. Uh, they, what? Went, they went out on tour. <laughs> I go, when's he coming back? <laughs> two to three weeks. I go, I emailed him twice. That doesn't work. His email doesn't work. <laughs> like, what? He went to Myanmar, right? Like, what is that? <laughs> like, I'll have you back soon. Pull the Jay Peterman. Like, what? Is, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. It's exactly <laughs> it, dude. You're right. And then he's going to get back from wherever he is. I, I said, is on vacation? No, business trip. But when he comes back, he's got Christmas vacation. <laughs> It'll be November. What Christmas vacation? It's unbelievable. These corporate people, man. They all suck. I mean, not in a nice way, though. <laughs> you know, I'm just joking. Oh, come on. Crazy bastard. So the Baseball Hall of Fame announced uh, the following 10 candidates for the 2017 class. Mark McGuire, Harold Baines, Albert Bell, he was real good, I remember him, Will Clark, San Francisco Giant fame, Oral Hershire, Dodger fame, pitcher, the David Johnson, former skipper of the Mets, the Lou Pinella, skipper of the Yankees, great player too, George Steinbrenner, well, he's, he's, he should have been in already, let's be honest, Bud Selig, no, no, and John Sherlaholtz, is that the right name? Sherlaholtz? Oh, yeah. Candidates will be considered for election to Cooperstown in December. No one cares. All right, so, anyway, NBA. Uh, an autographed LeBron James rookie card sold for $312,000 at an auction. That is crazy. But he's LeBron, bro. He's the man. He's LeBron James. I'm not shocked that this happened. I know there's wrestling cards of yours truly. They probably go for 312 no, maybe $3.12. That could be what they go for. The Jobber Collection. Here it is. Suck row, they call it. It's a row of guys that sucked. I'll be right in the front, bro. Smiling like a schmuck. You're so confident. With the ECW belt. <laughs> like an idiot. Yeah, that's me. $3.12. Miserable. All right, speaking of wrestling... I'll tell you a little bit about wrestling here. So apparently Dixie Carter with the TNA reportedly did not have an expected meeting with the TNA talent after Bound for Glory to discuss the status of the company. So I'm surprised at that. I'm very surprised. Not that not that I think Dixie, um, not that I think, how do I word this the right way? I'm surprised at it because I've worked there long enough with Dixie and she's known for communicating with the talent. She's done this before. She's had these problems, and she does talk to the talent. So that I was surprised at, that she did not, you know, at least enlighten some of the people what's going on. I am surprised at that. Um, 
it's her, her business, her prerogative. And uh, I don't think anyone should look at any ill will towards her. I just think, you know, she she probably should have communicated with them. You know, they're going to be, TNA, yesterday they did a taping. They're going to be taping up until Saturday, all week. That's a lot. That's hard. <laughs> it's very, very hard. How long do tapings usually go? They'll go <clears throat> two hours, maybe three hours. Depends. Like t- the way TNA does it. Probably two hours. Each one, give or take. But you know, when I, here's the thing. The, the problem with that is it's, it's hard, first of all. It's hard for the wrestlers. It's hard for the announcers. It, it's hard just for production. It's a lot of work in a row. And that means they probably won't be working shows probably for... I don't know how long that each show is, is another week. So, uh, you know, that's six weeks, five weeks, whatever. They won't be they won't be shooting shows once they're done with this tough week they have. It's tough on the wrestlers, obviously, from your body. It's tough on creative because it's like your, your story arc just constantly keeps rolling. The announcers, it's tough on them. It's a lot of talking unless they're going to voice it over in Nashville, which could happen. I would suggest and I'm sure they're going to do this. They know what they're doing. That maybe those last few shows don't even bother voicing. They usually just do to bring you behind the scenes on cameras with the announcers as transitions. Just so you can see the announcers. Then they'll voice it. Uh, Josh and the Pope would voice it probably in Nashville. I'm not saying every show, but probably those last three or four shows. I'm assuming this. I don't know. That's how Mike Tanay and I used to do it. You know, when I, when, I never did that many in a row, though, tapings, when I was working uh, at Universal with TNA. Most we did was probably three, three days in a row, maybe four, and that was like a lot. I was bitching like crazy. Come on, I don't want to do this. I want to go home. Oh, I was biggest diva whining bitch you can imagine. What do you think, Taz? We're rolling right now. <laughs> That's how I was, though. I don't want to do another taping. I want to get the hell out of here. It's hot. It's Orlando. It's 1,000 degrees. Anyway, um, so that's a lot. That's a lot of work to do them. It's a lot. So, but, you know, Dixie didn't talk to the town. So, there's a, you know, when that happens, you know, you got a lot of people wondering what the hell's going on. You want to keep your talent motivated, but you don't want to lie to them. Maybe Dixie's not doing this because she's unsure what's going on or she feels like she's the girl who cried wolf because she's had a lot of these conversations with the locker room. We, you know, I've heard them. I've been part of them. And, and we've seen a lot of her over the years, social media tweets of, it's a new time. I can't wait. Big announcement coming. You know, it gets to the point where you do that so much. It's like, all right, here we go. Just calling a spade a spade. Being straight up honest Jones. That's all. So we'll see. I'm pulling for TNA, and I got to tell you, I think they're going to be around. They made it through the rain to make it to that show, that Bound for Glory show, which I thought was a pretty good show. And, uh, and they made it. They put it on the air, and that was a big, big event, and they did it. The other problem, too, real quick before I move on from this, with, with doing all those tapers in a row, which I didn't mention, is the building, the people. The people and the fans. Okay, because they don't pay to get in. Okay, you go to Universal, it's like, so a lot of times, it's sometimes you do get people that come in there just to get out of the heat. Now, I know it's fall, but it's still hot in Florida. And they get out of the heat, so they want to cool off in the air conditioning and watch them wrestling. They're not even, some of them aren't even wrestling fans. But they do get a handful that are, that are hardcore fans that are in there that love the TNA product, that live in Orlando and just go to Universal to go to the event. The thing is, now, when you do this many shows in a row, it's tough. It's tough to keep the people's interest, and you're getting a rotating, revolving door of fans into the impact zone. Lived it, saw it. 
It's not the end of the world, but it, sometimes it's tough. You get a family of five from Scotland that has no idea, you know, who Robbie E is or, you know, Jesse Goddard's. Or they don't even know who any wrestler is. No, no knock on those guys. I'm just saying, like, they, they don't, they're not wrestling fans. They're from Scotland. It's hot. They want to get in the air conditioning. Three Scottish babies running around. I'm hot! Get me in the AC! Damn it, Mom! Imagine kids from Scotland actually talk like that. <laughs> Could you imagine that? No! <laughs> so anyway, uh, WWE <clears throat> announced Austin Aries and a mystery partner will compete in the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. I have some thoughts on this, but I'm not going to give it. I have an idea who I think it might be, but I want to do a little digging first. Yeah, some rumors going around, but I don't oh, want to Oh, really? Say. Hmm. Who do you think it's going to be? Oh, I'm not going to say. Oh, really? Because oh, cool. it could be a spoiler. Oh, okay. I, you know, we don't do spoils on the show. No. You guys know that. So uh, now in some serious news here in the wrestling business, uh, ADR, um, Alberto Del Rio, now Alberto L. Patron, Patron, Okay, formerly of Del Rio. Uh, No-show Triple H Heroes of Immortals X event on Sunday. Now, we knew this. People saw it on social media. Everybody knew. Uh, Alberto was scheduled to be part of the main event. Alberto, who was reportedly seen in Orlando, Florida, apparently was assaulted by someone with a knife outside a restaurant. Uh, This is insane, dude, right? I know you looked into this a little bit. It's crazy. I was trying to find out the specific location of the attack, too, because last I had checked, Alberto was in Orlando. I'm not sure if this happened in Orlando, but apparently he was attacked outside of a restaurant before his flight. He posted pictures, dude, on his Instagram, right? So... Pretty rough-looking pictures. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's... uh, it's, I think, look, his head was caught, his His, forearm got... The back of his arm, one of his arms. This is nuts. I mean, how weird is that? Like, Jamie Noble gets attacked with someone with a knife, and now... Del Rio. Thank God these guys are okay. I mean, so, I mean, Del, uh, Del Rio's a pretty tough dude. I'm sure he put a beat down on the guy. I don't know what happened. I mean, it's crazy. It's nuts. So, hopefully he's going to be okay. It sounds like he's going to be. But, um, I don't know. That's scary if you think about it. Well, WWE Raw last night, I got to tell you. <laughs> some people hated the show. Some people thought it was okay. Okay, I didn't. Uh, I didn't love the show. I didn't hate the show. I was kind of indifferent watching the show. I wanted to like the show. I tried to go into all these shows wanting to enjoy it. Um, I'm gonna get into going throughout the whole show, but I'm gonna tell you this right now. Just to fast forward a little bit. <clears throat> so, throughout I don't know the first hour and a half. We didn't hear or see or any promotion or anything of uh, Ashton uh, Kutcher and uh, Mike Middleton. What's his name? Danny Masterson? Yes. And I was close. Mike Middleton. (laughs) Handsome Johnny's sitting there just laughing. (laughs) Danny Daruki. Danny Megatron Masteran. There you go. Right. So we didn't hear any promotion about them. We didn't see anything. I'm thinking, oh, boy, no show Jones. Both these guys. Hollywood bigwigs, they're drinking scotch, smoking cigars somewhere, and they can't show up. That's what I was thinking, and because we didn't hear anything about them. <clears throat> they promoted they were going to be there, meaning WWE, but I didn't remember, recall the announcers or anything, any graphic, hey, coming up later, Aston Kutcher, big star from the 90s, he'll be here. I didn't hear that. I didn't hear it. The 70s show, dude, where's my effing car? 
The whole thing. All the stuff he's done. Well, he showed up all right. Him and uh, Megatron, and what they did was they completely buried the boys. And WWE just allowed it. Backstage pre-tape with Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho. And you just, you have Ashton Kutcher just bowing up to the boys. And little man, he calls Jericho little man because Ashton Kutcher's tall. I've done some business with him at Master Square Garden for WWE back in the day. You guys saw this stuff <clears throat> with Ashton Kutcher. He was, he's a big mark. He's tall and he's skinny. Great. Chris Coleman Beanpole. That was funny. Okay, try to get Chris Coleman Beanpole. That was funny. Edit at 28 minutes in. So, uh, <laughs> so, um, the thing is, okay, you can't have people that are not wrestlers punk out your wrestlers. And if that wasn't bad enough in the backstage effing pre-tape, they go to the commentary desk. They go to the commentary desk and completely, completely, the New Day's wrestling Jericho and Kevin Owens and Kutchner. And uh, Danny Mastertron. Megatron. Yeah, they're they're on commentary. When I saw that they were going to be there on camera, I'm like, oh, no, this is cringeworthy. Why? (laughs) Vince, what are you doing, dude? Don't put these guys with an open mic. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know how to get nobody over. It's bad enough you got your freaking universal champion wrestling every week in a tag team round, you know, and you're not promoting him or pushing him on his own, and he's, you know, Buddy-buddy with Chris Jericho on the air. I get the storyline, but Owens has got to stay above Chris. Owens has got to stay above everybody. He's the damn champion. He's the damn champion. What are you turning this guy into? Son of a bitch, what don't we get? We're going to have Ashton Kutcher, whatever his effing name is, on commentary, making fun of our universal champion. Are you kidding me? I got to go to break. I need a Valium or something. Are those legal? Uh, sure. They have a prescription, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I have a lot more to say about that. I'm just warming up. I tell you, my ass, my ass, <laughs> my ass is tightening up a little bit. That's all I'm going to say. My ass neck's tightening up. I'm just telling you that right now. We'll be right back on Tasha. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, here we go. Taz Show, baby. We're back. Very busy, uh, very busy show. It's Tuesday edition. Going to talk more about Raw here in a second. Kind of went off a little bit before going to break. Uh, Facebook Live, we'll have that at the top of the hour at facebook.com slash the Taz Show. Also, we'll have Mike Johnson. I should have mentioned that earlier. PW Insider Report. Mike's just a permanent figure on the show, so I'm kind of just used to him being here. So uh, we'll do that at the top of the hour. Big Mike Johnson will come on, give us the uh, PW Insider Report. Again, day two, no phones. No phones, Jones. Okay, so sorry about that. Uh, the, I'll provide her. There's some issues. They're fixing it. Should be fixed by tomorrow. So that's the deal on that. Uh, you know, I, I got a mind if you coming to the city on Saturday. I just realized I got an email. A little uh, kind of a little uh, fun thing. Like, not a business thing. I, I, I don't want to drive into the city on Saturday. I, I might have to. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm Ubering it, bro. I've been doing the Uber thing more than ever. And, you know, Uber, I'll tell you right now, it's a real simple thing, man. Okay? Real simple thing. 
you want to make uh, you want to make some extra money. What's your side hustle? That's what people say. Like Handsome Johnny always talks about. He's got a side hustle. Well, Uber is the ultimate side hustle. Driving with Uber is a new the new way you can earn extra cash whenever you want. It's not just another job, kids. Uh uh-uh. uh It's a totally flexible way to earn money. You can turn it on and off just like your car. If you have a few spare hours here and there, drive with Uber. Have you ever wanted to be your own boss like me? Huh. I bet you'd make a great boss, all of you. All of you jobbers would. Drive with Uber and you are your own boss. If you're driving right now and you listen to me, you should be making money. You should be earning money right now. I'd do it, but I gotta sit here and talk to you people. Every day's a payday when you drive with Uber. Because you can cash out anytime with instant pay. With access to instant pay, cash out your earnings up to five times a day with no minimum amount required. So listen, if you're enjoying, er, if you enjoy earning extra cash, if there's something special you'd like to buy, well, check it out. Your car can start making you money. So go ahead, get your side hustle on, kids. Sign up to drive with Uber today. Go to uber.com slash drive now. That's uber.com slash drive now. U-B-E-R dot com slash drive now. You can't go wrong. It's that simple. All right, like I said, we got Mike Johnson coming up in a little while, so we'll get into that. Uh, I was talking about uh, about Raw. I was I jumped ahead, Jones, and I was talking about the whole commentary thing because the, the guest was Aston Kutcher. And, uh, and Captain, why do you got to laugh every time I say the guy's name? It's a funny name. I, I know it is, but I say it I'm wrong. Almost, I'm expecting you to say Addison. That's I, why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who, who named that kid Aston? Ashton. That's why when we did the thing at the garden, him and I, years ago, when he and I were both relevant, I um, <laughs> I, uh, I called him Asshead Kutcher. I, I might have did that on the air, actually. So uh, anyway, um, he was a special guest there, alone with his, his sidekick there. Uh, Johnny Mastergen, Megatron. I, I Megatron. don't know these guys, bro. I don't know the Mastergen guy. I don't. I don't watch movies, dude. I, last movie I saw was like Jaws two. Like I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. You know, I don't. Uh, there I, was I, a second one. <laughs> I don't do this stuff. You know, I don't. I'm busy. I'm busy. Busy getting over. So this guy Kutcher, Kutcher, whatever his effing name is, they they put him on color. And, and and he bashes the talent. Nevertheless, the universal champion. I was going crazy. I went to bed. I tweeted some angry tweet, and I said, I'm going to bed. I, I couldn't stay awake. My eyes hurt me. I had to go to sleep. It was unbelievable. Making fun of the universal champion. Nevertheless, a wrestler. How Vince McMahon, whoever was in the headset of the announcers, including the guest announcers, allowed this it just pisses me off. So disrespectful, and it pissed off a lot of fans. I know people out on my Twitter timeline were friggin' pissed. And you know, the blame goes straight to WWE. You almost can't blame these these actors. Acting, you can't blame them. Then they could go out and tweet, ah, I just buried Kevin Owens, I just buried Jericho, I just buried the wrestlers. And what does Vince and these people and Kevin Dunn, what do they think? I'll tell you what they think. I've seen this. They love it. You know why they love it, guys? And this is what's going to shock the piss out of you. The WWE, from Vince McMahon down, I'm being frank. I'm being frank here, and this, this is these are comments that will definitely keep me out of the Hall of Fame. Definitely, these are part of the reason why this show's not on the WWE Network. 
don't think I'd be allowed to say this kind of stuff. But the thing is, um, they love it. The WWE loves it because to them, they're in Los Angeles. It's Hollywood. We have to be with all the big stars. Oh, we're rubbing elbows with the stars. We're going to get the mainstream coverage. Yeah, like, like you know, Hollywood Tonight, whatever the friggin' shows are called, or Inside Hollywood Jones, that they're going to they're gonna do a big segment because Ashton Kutcher and Dude Wears His Car was on friggin', you know, Inside Hollywood Reporter or whatever on WWE. Give me a break. No one cares. No one. So you prostitute your talent just to rub elbows with some actors. Nobody cares. Wrestling fans don't want to hear an actor disrespect a guy that respects his work rate. The guy that humps the road and draws money. A guy wearing one of your belts. It's a load of bull****. And that's a fact. I'm having fun with it, but it pisses me off. It's wrong. It really is. It's totally wrong. And I'm speaking the way you fans would probably think. The bulk of you. I'm sure there's a handful of you. That thought was entertaining, and you're big fans of Kutcher and Megatron. I'm sure. No one cares. But I'll tell you what, I'm not. I respect the guy as an actor, and he's successful. I mean, but it's like, what, Vince? What, Kevin? What are you guys doing, Triple H, Stephanie? Why? Why are you letting this happen? Just because you're rubbing elbow? It's not like this guy's George Clooney. Let's be honest. He's not Tom Cruise. Handsome Johnny, please chime in. Please give me some big name act. Give me like who's the big stars today? Well, Brad Pitt is big. Bradley Cooper. Thank you. Uh, DiCaprio. DiCaprio. Oh, that's my boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, dude. Now they're bigger stars. So, and even those guys should not be allowed to go and disrespect your talent. That is completely wrong. And if anybody, I, I don't care even if it is Kevin Owens who I respect, I love him. But even if he goes public and says, oh, I didn't care, it was just fun. Uh, yeah, of course, what do you expect Kevin to say if he says that? He's put in a crappy spot. For him to just, I, I'm sure Jericho, you know, Jericho's got a lot of Hollywood friends. He's hobnobbing, you know, that's Chris to get the scoff, you know, but the whole thing. But And, and, for, for, and that's his character. Chris's character's not going to hurt. Chris got a lot of credibility for a lot of years. Not that Kevin Owens don't have credibility. But you're in the building stage with Kevin Owens as a single top champion. A brand new belt that you made. Of course, of your brand split. What have you done to make him? Besides putting him in tag team matches every week, besides having him wrestle every week and not keeping him special, like what have you done for him? What have you done for his title? What have you done for him? What have you done? Besides telling him to wear a sports jacket? Really? Like, what, what, what have you done for Kevin Owens' career? What have you done? Forget about Kevin Owens. What have you done for that new championship? Nothing. You've done nothing for that championship. Absolutely nothing. Burns my ass. I apologize, guys, for getting this hot. I do. But you guys that are fans of the show know I, I, I get passionate about certain things. And I say certain things, and I and I get nuts. I have, hey, do you know Taz, I, by I just, the way? I, I don't have a filter, and I just can't help it sometimes. And I get a little crazy sometimes. Boy's got a mouth like a cannon, always shooting it just, off. I can't help it. I can't help it. I just, that, as a wrestler, that just, and as a former world champion, that just 
makes me so effing mad. You can't do that. Let me tell you something. There is no way in effing hell, no way, if Triple H was the world champion, that Ashton Kutchner and, and Mike Middleton would be able to go out there on commentary and bury him like that. No way in hell. If The Rock was the champion, I promise The Rock would get the better of the gimmick. Steve Austin also. All these guys, Undertaker. Nobody would be allowed to disrespect those guys, and they shouldn't disrespect them. They're the talent. They're the guys that are earning the money for the company. They're your champions. But no, you want to rub elbows with the big wigs or the Hollywood people. So now we're mainstream entertainment. We're not just wrestling. We're not in a smoke-filled arena with a spotlight over the ring with a bunch of sweaty wrestlers. We're entertainment. We make movies every week. You can say all that, all that stuff you want. At the end of the day, you got guys that are on top and guys mid-card and guys lower. And those guys all need to draw you a house on live events and, draw and sell pay-per-views. And by having some friggin' actor... that quite possibly has never done a damn thing athletic in his life, verbally disrespect and punk out your talent, shame on you, WWE. Shame on you. I'm telling you right now. And sometimes some people say, well, how come you never have WWE guests? Well, these are the reasons. These are the reasons why. Because I'm honest. These other shows, they're going to go out there and they're going to kiss WWE's ass. They're going to critique them sometimes. But WWE, a lot of them, they don't care about them. They don't. They, so, hey, you want to guess? You have a guest. It's the media. Yeah, here you go. But Taz's not media. Uh-uh. No, no, Taz's not media. Taz just tells the truth. And sometimes it's positive, sometimes it's negative. Bro, I'm definitely not going to the Hall of Fame now. Oh. I think that was it right there? Oh, yes. That's, that's done. It's, it's over, bro. It's... <laughs> I don't have a shot. It's really, really bad. Now, now, handsome Johnny, please chime in, please, sir. You said something during the break about ass head Kutcher. Like, what's what's his deal? Well, he actually started his career as a Calvin Klein model. Unbelievable. Before that 70s show and, and Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> that in itself makes things even worse. I know. And, uh, you, you know, he's famous for Dude, Where's My Car? I, I, and he's in Hollywood now, so I, I'm sure he valets his car a lot. <laughs> and I, I wonder if people, his valet brings the car back and, and is like, dude, here's your car. Oh, boy. Slamming bods and beyond. Okay. Thanks, John. Um, so <laughs> I'm sure it happens. Dude, that's the worst gimmick going. But you know what? That's why I love you. Because you see, I'm getting I'm getting my nuts twisted a little bit. So you keep the moment light. See, that's, that's the thing. Please, listen. Leave the bad humor to me. Okay? I got it covered. Please, just leave the bad jokes to me. I got all of that covered, I promise. I wish the phones were working today because I would love to hear people's opinion about this whole thing, about how these two cats buried. And I know it's a show, guys. I know at the end of the the segment, I'm sure they went over to Kevin Owens. Oh, you're great. Thank you, buddy. I've been there. I've done this. I've seen this. I'm sure they have. Look, I'm, I'm joking, but I'm not here. But I'm serious. You can't let that happen to the talent. I'm not, I, I'm not mad at that. It's not Aston Kutcher's fault and the other guy. It's not. They were allowed to do it. It's the WWE's fault. 
There's headsets on everybody out there. Okay, you don't put two guys that are marks that don't understand how to get people over on commentary. Where are you going with this? How did it end? It just ended them on commentary, right? All right thanks, guys. See you later. Yeah, I, that I, was the extent of their... That was uh, it. Yeah. So for what? Just to get over? Just to, to hobnob? With, I mean, I, I'm trying not to get mad. I'm really, I'm trying and I'm not failing. I'm failing rapidly. I feel a little better, though. I had to get that out. I feel a little better. A little bit. I had to get it out. I did. I had. I Because I'm passionate about it. And it's just, it just, it's mind-boggling to me. Mind-boggling. And again, I'm not, I'm, the actors, it's not, it's, and at the end of the day, it's not their fault. I mean, they're, 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 you know, they're just either not, they either were not given direction or they were told, yeah, just do whatever you want. Just don't curse, whatever. That's all. So then they just go and they just, you know, you got Ashton Kutcher comparing his physique to Kevin Owens and making fun of Kevin Owens' physique and and all this kind of stuff. It's different if the New Day does it like they did because it's talent and talent. And then Kevin Owens had a good comeback in the match with Woods. And he, yeah, I could jump. I'm jumping over you. Kevin Owens knows how to get over. He's going to get over no matter what. That's different. When wrestlers take shots at wrestlers, I, I don't mind that as much. I don't. Because the wrestlers can fight it out in character, you know? I, I, I still think, even if it's wrestlers, you, you, you can't make your, your universal champion a joke, and they got to be careful. Because they're having too much fun at Kevin Owens' expense as a universal champion. I'm telling you that right now. I'm telling you that right now. Even with, even with Chris Jericho and all this stuff. I love that Jericho's character evolves all the time. I have nothing but respect for Chris. And, and this list of Jericho thing, whatever he calls it, is hysterical. I'm a mock for it. A lot of people love it. I think it's great. I do. You're on the list. It's great. And Chris does it great. His infection, I'm a big fan of it. And I'm sure Chris thought of this thing. And it's a really, really cool idea. I really like it. I do. And, and I like the chemistry between Chris and Kevin Owens. I just think that you got to have Chris and you got to have Owens above Chris and not so much together. Jared K.O., and they mix these names, you know, he's just a second fiddle Jones. He's walking around just like Kevin Owens did with the IC title on his shoulder. Or the U.S. title, I should say. It was a U.S. title. One of those titles. No, Owens had the IC title, I think. Owens did? Yeah. On his shoulder, just like he's doing with the Universal Champion. You got you to gotta let this guy be the star he really is. How are you taking that championship and galvanizing it to something of credibility. You're not. And it's a new title. And you have it on the right guy. I know how it happened, the injuries and this, Finn Balor. I know the whole thing. We all know the whole thing. But, hey, putting it on Kevin Owens was a great move. Why are you dropping a ball now on him? Why? Why are you doing that? It's not a joke. He's not a joke. He's a bad son of a bitch in that ring. For a dude his size... He can flat out straight go. They let him work. They let him work too much. <laughs> let him let him have let him be him. That's you know, don't don't have him tagging. Don't have him wrestling all the time. Keep him special for God's sakes. I can go on and on forever about this. Really pisses me off. God, I can just pitch a video, of Brian, right now, trying to figure out a clip. <laughs> I think that whole segment was I know. Like, the end of the show is going to make Taz. I don't know. I, 
you know, usually this is this is long. It's a big clip. Um, usually we try to post uh, on the tashow.com, you know, good clips, uh, video clips of the show, any highlights or something that sticks out. Video Brian and the team here does a great job. Handsome Johnny's involved with that. This this is going to be a little long. So maybe the valet comment. Please put a microphone on that guy. What do you say? Maybe the valet comment. <laughs> Oh, by the way, handsome Johnny, you're fired. Um, so, <laughs> Tom, got room in your car? <laughs> Tom, where's your car? <laughs> Will you stop? Oh, jeez. <laughs> so anyway, all right, so they started Raw off at Roman Reigns. He got the reaction you would think he got, a reaction, some booze, some cheers, and that's cool. I mean, we're, I think we're all past that. Then Lana came out, kind of surprised people. She came out by herself. Um, she looked pretty good, by the way. <laughs> um, so she came out, got in a ring with Roman Reigns. And I have to say, I, we've seen Lana do a lot of really good mic work. And this was unbelievable, great intensity by her. And showed a serious side of her while she's in character. I thought she did a great job. And you know what? Roman Reigns has got that swami, that, yeah, that, yeah that, like, he's not taking nothing serious, she's saying. And it works. That's who he is, and that works for him. And I think it's cool. I like this. I like the segment. I like the uh, the chemistry between Roman Reigns and Lana interacting while Lana was pissed off about her husband and defending her husband, you know, Rusev. And I got to tell you, man, and then it got even better, guys. Okay, because when Rusev's music and entrance, music hit and his entrance and he came out, go back and watch it. Watch Roman Reigns' reaction when that music hit. He looked like, now I know he knew it was coming, but he almost looked like he didn't know it was coming. And he worked us real well. I, I was like, wow, he just had great facial expressions by Roman Reigns. Give this guy some credit. He did a good job. And what he did was he didn't wait for Rusev to get in the ring. He got out of the ring, and these guys just had a big fight. And a big fight happened. And, and I would not, me personally, have changed that segment one bit. I think the WWE, the way that was booked, was and the way it was written and the way the talent performed it and the way the announcers handled it, I think that whole segment to me was a home run. Really. And then Roman Reigns basically said, you know, I like I like how Reigns came out of nowhere with the Superman punch where he thought the segment was over and you know Rusev was standing tall on the ramp and then out of nowhere here comes a big ass Superman punch by Roman Reigns and he basically said he wants to fight Rusev in hell in a cell. So he made the match, but he you know what qualifies him to make the match and Michael Cole reacted. What did Cole the make? comment was like, we're, we're waiting on word from Mick Foley. Yeah, 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 yeah. To make sure that, you know, Mick Foley says this match is going to And that's to the right way to do it. So, but he announces, and, and Rusev. Rusev's knocking. Some people are bitching, saying, oh, Rusev can't make matches. Well, what do you expect Rusev to do? Not Rusev, I'm sorry. What do you expect Roman Reigns to do? Go out there and say, I hope Mick can give me this match. No, he's a, he's a badass. He's going to say, I want you in hell in a cell. That's the right way to do it. Guys, you're being a little too stiff on him. But I love the whole segment. I really enjoyed the segment uh, big time. And the next segment I really liked a lot was uh, the match, I should say. TJP and Kendrick. Now, uh, this, these guys obviously have a great chemistry working together. I, I, and I think this kind of galvanizes my point a little bit that I really unfortunately feel that TJ Perkins might be a transitional champion here. Because not only did he lose the match to Kendrick, but he tapped out. And, um, you know, you got a baby face like that tapping out who's a new champion. It's not good. And I just, I know they did a little package on him beforehand on Kendrick. I'm sorry, TJP. But having him tap out showed me a lot and losing that way. I don't know. Uh, I, I really believe Kendrick is, is going to end up getting this championship sooner rather than later. Now, Captain, help me figure this out because I've been hitting the head a lot. 
and some people were tweeting stuff. And I think WWE tweeted something that this last week or something. This was a, supposed to be a title match. No, it wasn't. You sure it's about not, that? Yeah, I don't think it was a title match. It was not a title match. <laughs> last week's was, right? Uh, yes. I know this was not a title match. I'm not yeah, saying yeah. that, but I, I could have sworn that they announced that it was a title match. Uh, like a couple days ago, I'm saying. I don't. I'll double check, but I don't remember. If you look at name. WWE's Twitter, I think it's on there. I think so. Someone retweeted something. Unless I, I, I was, you know, I had a lot of people tweeting, and I was paying quasi attention to it. Unless I misread, uh, I could have sworn that um, this was supposed to be a title match, uh, like a second one. But um, yeah, it wouldn't have made sense if it was a second one though, because Perkins won the last one, right? I know he did. It's called a rematch, son. Why wouldn't they do a rematch? No, you know what I mean? Because Perkins was the champion going into the last match. Listen, please, lose your attitude, okay? <laughs> this is why you're quitting the show, because you have a bad attitude. Very negative. Why are you attacking me right now? <laughs> is there any reason why you're getting nasty with me? I'm telling you, somebody tweeted this thing and retweeted something from... W- Do you say anything on WWE's uh, Twitter account? Going through a lot of tweets right now. Okay, let's do. Give us a second here. <laughs> okay. You're going to have to put a, hit the loop button. Over. <laughs> I don't tell, control anything. Tell the uh, sound effects. I, uh, I have no idea what you're talking about, sir. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. I could have sworn I saw something. Then, uh, oh, boy, there's a lot of tweets here. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I Maybe you're right, dude. I mean, because some of the stuff gets a little confusing. Uh, I don't see it. All right. I see a tweet here that says Brian Kedrick takes a step towards taking the Cruiserweight Championship. But that was after the match, right? Or before the match? This was, I think it was last night before Dude, the match. there was a graphic that I, I'm going to find. I can't do it now, but we're going to go to break here shortly. I'll find it during the breaks. I have nothing to do during the breaks. It's not like I want to, you know. Run to the I see a few people tweeting here in response to that original tweet I just mentioned saying that the WWE had said it was going to be a title match. So I'm correct. That's what some people, yeah. Wait, no, no, I did no, not no. see this on Twitter. No, 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 excuse me. Excuse me. So I am correct. You're saying that you saw something on Twitter. Other people are saying that they no, also I'm saying saw something WWE on Twitter. said that it was going to be a title match. So yeah, I'm, I'm not seeing a tweet about that, though. No, but, I'm, but you're not saying I'm correct. You're not admitting I'm correct. I'm saying there are people that are agreeing with you. Just, I don't know if you're right. Just think about this. These are the <laughs> moments right now you're, you're not, you're not going to miss. No! I'm telling you right now. <laughs> you will not miss these moments. I'm trying to make you feel like you want to get out of here faster than you're going to. Today's your last day, or what's the story? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> you're not in control of your life. No. <laughs> Tremendous. You're like, I have no idea when I'm allowed to leave. <laughs> Can I leave now, please? <laughs> no, not yet, Tom. you got to stay. Uh, dude, I can't find... Oh, here it is. Okay. So Mike Bonavoglia, <laughs> what are you laughing at? At Mike Bon229, he tweeted this last night. I'm sorry, he retweeted something. He goes, I guess they, meaning WWE, forgot they advertised the title match. Forgetful Jones. <laughs> Very funny. And this was a tweet from September 26th at 10.15 p.m., dude. 26th, that would have been previous Raw, wasn't it? No, no, hold on, let me finish. And what the tweet says is, next week, Brian Kendrick gets a rematch. For the cruiserweight championship against you know TJP, it's right there, sir. Why why are you trying to sabotage my I show? I don't see the tweet. Well, but don't, don't don't why are you trying to sabotage my show? I'm looking at another tweet that WWE put out last night before the match, and it says Brian Kendrick looks to fight his way back into the cruiserweight championship but picture. But you gotta go back, sir. Go back. You're gonna go through a week's worth of <laughs> I just did. <laughs> I got to go to break. Other side of break will be Facebook Live, facebook.com slash attached show. Mike Johnson, PW Insider Report, should be on the show. Uh, Also going to continue going into Raw a little deeper. And a very, very busy second hour coming at you, Tash Show. We will be right back. 
Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, we're back here at Taz Show. One hour down, another hour to go. It's Tuesday edition of the show. We're talking about Raw a little bit here. Express my anger and rage towards Hollywood actors burying the talent and WWE allowing this, which does nothing. Nothing to help not just talent, but your new friggin' universal champion. Completely take a dump on the guy. Horrible. Shame on you, Vince. No one else is going to tell you, but I will. Shame on you, sir. And everybody else around you. All right, so we're on Facebook Live right now. That's at facebook.com slash Show. My headset is not working good. Again, day two of no phones. Mike Johnson will be on here in a second. We got Mike on hold. He'll be on the Skype. Well, how are you able to get people on Skype? You have Deanna Perrazzo on and Mike Johnson on Skype. But you, you, we can't call the show. Shut up. Stop it. It's a totally different process. Totally different process. Damn it. But thanks for everybody listening and watching. Uh, okay, so we're ready here in a three, two, one, sir, please. And now, the PW Insider Report with Mike Johnson. We give Mike 10 minutes. He gives us everything we need to know in the world of pro wrestling. What's up, homeboy? How you doing? I'm doing good. Um, I'm in a different location, so I'm wearing a headset just to make sure the audio quality is okay. Mm. How are you, Taz? I'm very good. It looks like you might be in some type of a drive-up motel. or what? What is that? Uh, it, it, it may be I have paid for the hourly rate. It could be. <laughs> Mike Johnson on Tuesday morning, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, dude, I was going off about Raw. I, I haven't even gotten a chance to get deep into it. Just the main thing, and I, I just, I'm, I'm sweating, Mike. I'm so my my balls are twisted because I, I, I the 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 ass, the ass head uh, Kutcher thing with the whole. Burying Kevin Owens and, and, and on the commentary and Chris Jericho burying those guys. I understand a bit. I get it. They're in Hollywood. Hobnob Jones. It just makes me so angry. It, I'm, I guess I'm still that passionate wrestler, you know? I don't I don't have a problem with them taking shots at Jericho because Jericho is kind of well, he plays yeah. that comedy bit anyway, but when it's the WWE Universal Champion and it's the guy who is the most important person supposedly on the brand because he's the champion. I don't like anything that underscores right. him. The and only time somebody should mouth off to the champion like that is if it's going to end up with the champion laying him out to get more heat. Right, or it's another talent. But to your point and the point I was making earlier, yes, you're right. The champion is the end-all, be-all. And especially in this case, Mike, this is not – this is a new championship belt. The Universal Championship is new. And what have they done? They've done nothing to make this championship except put this guy in tag team matches – Almost playing second fiddle to Chris, you know, in this comedy act, which is fine, but the belt's not over enough yet. You got to get him over more as a legitimate killing or, 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 or badass champion or a comedic heel on his own instead of just having him sharing airtime with someone else. And I like the chemistry between Chris and, and Kevin. I do, but I just think it's the wrong time. 
Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, let's not forget SummerSlam just a couple of weeks ago. The belt, the belt was getting booed out of the building. So, I mean, it's not like this belt has the, the vaunted reputation of the big gold belt from the old NWA slash WCW days. They're still, they're still building a foundation for it. And with Finn Balor going down, they had to shift gears. I love that Kevin has it. I think Kevin does a great job in just about everything he does. But I think he's overachieving based on what they're presenting to him uh, in terms of their parameters of what they want him to do. I agree. And, and I agree with you 1,000% on that, dude. You just put it very well said on your part. And I'll tell you, it just brings me back, and I know you were there this night, when when uh, when Kurt Angle came to the FD1 gold medal to the ECW arena way back years ago. and I think October I, 96. There you go. And I think I was wrestling Little Guido, and I don't think I was the you champion were? yet. I was, right? And I remember Heyman, in essence, had me it verbally basically punk out an Olympic gold medalist. Yep. <laughs> you know, to make me and Kurt understood the, and he wasn't in the business then. Kurt, he was a legitimate, you know, shooter or gold medalist. But yet, I'm just saying, like that's just I hate to use myself as an example, but that's the one thing that jumped out to me where Kurt was a star, a, an American hero, just won a gold medal, and little old ECW and Heyman and Paul was, I'm sorry, Kurt was cool enough about it to have me verbally the character task punk him out. Yeah, I think the line that was you, you had beaten Guido, and then you said that's the difference between a great amateur and a great professional. I think that was the line you used that night. That was the line. But, yeah, yeah. So, but you know, the one thing I, I get, they love that crossover stuff, and obviously this was a promotional appearance to push that show for Netflix. But at the end of the day, if it is undercutting your talent that has to be there every week, and you're not using these appearances to reinforce that your talents are important every week. Uh, and to me, it's just it, it's not smart business in terms of your long term outlook. Yeah, that's what I just said before. And what I was telling people too here was that uh, Vince and Kevin, these guys, and, and they they love they love to rub elbows with the Hollywood people. And to them, oh, we're in L.A. We got to oh, we'll be mainstream Jones. I'll oh, give me an effing break. That's what they think. That's how they think. I'm telling you. I know, I know, but it's you know, and 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 there and there are pluses to that. But the minuses should not be that your WWE Universal Champion is treated as a secondary character to uh, an actor who, you know, let's face it, he's doing a Netflix series because he's not a, a top flight film actor anymore. And I'm not knocking not, the guy. I'm knocking him. I'm knocking him. I'll knock him. You don't have to. This is not George Clooney. This is not Handsome John. Who are the other guys you said, the new guys that are famous now? Brad Pitt. Yeah, that Brad guy. Brad Cooper. Yeah, Bradley Cooper, the guy with the abs. These are not these guys. These this this is this is as as the Kutcher. I was doing stuff at the garden with him. Dude, where's your car? Where's your car? I was doing it when we were both relevant. Sorry, Mike. Uh, anyway. Your silence. He's quite a he is quite a handsome guy. I gotta tell you. Oh, handsome Johnny. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's no gimmick. He's a handsome gentleman. <laughs> oh, you never seen him? Thank you, Mike. Yeah, the no, handsome, you're the handsome you're Johnny. Nice he's voice too. Very handsome. Well, easy, Mike. What are we doing here? You're a happily married man, I believe. Um, yeah, no, handsome Johnny is. Yeah, he's 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 a lady killer. The, the chicks dig him. You know, he runs around the club all, all right. the time. He's running around playing grab ass. That's what he does. Now is he now is he apprenticing to be the new captain? Is that why listen, he's now on the air? Listen, listen, he's been listen. I'm begging you to follow the show. Just once, the show that is making you and PW Insider, I'm begging you to pay attention, sir. He's been on the show for about eight freaking months. But not with me. No, who are you? What, what, all of a sudden, the show's about you. It's a two-hour show. You get 10 minutes. I mean, I what thought is, this is the PW Insider report. <laughs> <laughs> well said. It is. I don't know what to say to that, but you are correct, sir. 
To handsome Johnny has been a fit guy. Johnny wants to talk. Say something, sir. Well, the phones are down, so I just spend the day in here now. <laughs> <laughs> See, slave driving CVS. They got to make him do something. This is what I do here. So, uh, yeah, no, no. Handsome, he does different segments. He does some trivia stuff. I know, I know. Yeah, he comes in. He runs around. He dances around the office with the girls. He's always running. He's always in human resources. That's a whole other story. All right, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, was so he lo- the guy running around my halls naked the other <laughs> last night here at the hotel? There was some sort of there was some sort of incident here. I don't know what happened though. They called me. I was not, I was not involved. <laughs> There's a good chance of that happening. A handsome Johnny. If you're at the Sheraton in Stanford, Connecticut, that was me. Oh. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> What the hell? At is least going- we know. At, at least we know Vince's alibi now. Oh my God, the PW Insider <laughs> report took a whole nother turn. What the hell is going on here? Uh, hey, listen, uh, Mr. PW yeah. Insider, uh, Mike Johnson. Yes, sir. So I watched the. Uh, I know you watched it also. The TNA Bound for Glory. I like the show for the most part. I give them a lot of credit that, that they were able to get that show off and running on the air. I know they're doing a plethora of tapings this week. Um, I talked to some folks there. I know you did too, and I know they're doing a lot of work. It's really ambitious what they're yeah. doing this week. They're shooting, I believe, all the way to Saturday, right? Yeah, they're shooting every day through Saturday, and they're filming every episode of Impact as well as some of the one-night-only pay-per-view material through December 2016. So they're filming this week for the, through the end of the year. Can I can I correct you on something and be the douche that I am? Absolutely, it's what you do. <laughs> Come on, Mike. Will you stop? So here's the deal. I'm here's incorrecting me. Here's the deal. Oh, okay. He's, he's so PC. <laughs> Just want to clarify oh, that. Taz, by the it's way, it's not it's not filming. Dixie Carter used to say this, and I used to cringe. Oh, taping, taping. Yes. I know you you you've jumped on me for this before. It's like calling the show a podcast. It's a live video show. So it's the same thing. I was talking to a friend of mine. Okay. You know the guy, okay? I know him very well. Yes, I had a comment. I'll tell you what, DDP, okay? My boy, okay. DDP, Diamond Dallas Page. We were talking, shooting the ball on the phone. And I, I called his brand, which is great, Yoga. Oh, God, he cut a promo on me. He, uh, got, oh, he got so hot at me. And he goes, do I call you Tiz? He threw the flag. Yeah, but see, he's right, though. He's right. It's 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 not it's not. You know, so I get what he's saying, and that's a whole other story. But anyway, um, so look, here's the thing. TNA, back to TNA. They're doing this whole deal here. They're doing all these tapings. It's a lot and all that stuff, and I thought the show was pretty good. I loved I never thought I'd say, if you told me about the hardy stuff that they've been doing, delete, 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 all that stuff, I never thought I would love this stuff. I love it. I, I was hooked watching that segment, that live integration with pre-taped stuff that they did at Bound for Glory. It was phenomenal. I loved yep. it. Did you like it? I, lo- I-, I loved it so much that I actually, I mentioned this on PW Insider, I think they made a mistake that should have closed the show. Because yes, I think yes, by the time yes, they were yes. done, I agree with you. I agree with you. I agree. With, with you. all due respect to EC3 versus Lashley and Gail Kim versus Maria, I don't think anything topped the emotional interest or the uh, the emotional crescendo of those character of Decay versus the Hardys and the Great War. And I felt it was almost like a disservice to them that that the other matches went on after the Hardys because you could tell the show peaked for the live crowd at that point. But yeah, I love the integration. Um, you know. We all know how hokey some of this stuff sounds on paper, but for some reason, because of the characters and because of the creative way it's shot and the unique way it's presented, it, it works. I can't explain why it works, 
but it works and it's 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 fun and it's different and it's not traditional pro wrestling in that Thez versus Hackenschmidt way, but it's still entertaining and the, the characters are far and away the most interesting characters in TNA right now. And that rivalry has made Decay so much more interesting. So oh, I think they've point. done a good they've done a great job. Good point. Crazy Steve and Abyss and and everything and, and the chick man. It's it's awesome. Rosemary. Rosemary, thank yeah. you. It's, it's don't ever correct me again, you'll be gone. Uh yeah, the whole thing was awesome. Uh <laughs> Listen, listen, listen. What's the deal now with TNA? What's the deal? Like, how, how? Like, come on. There, there, there's, there's scuttlebutt that there was some other monies that came in somehow, some way, somewhere to help fund this show. Like, what happened? Someone, as of Wednesday and Thursday, there was the there was the Mexican standoff, as they say, where Corgan was not going to fund it unless he was going to get a bigger piece of the company. Uh, Arrowlux was not going to produce unless there was money involved. Dixie Carter did or did not have money. And then 24 hours later, Thursday into Friday, somehow there's money to pay for these tapings. No one knows where the money came from. Did Dixie dip into her personal expenses? Did she convince Jeff Jarrett to call Toby Keith? I doubt that one, but you never know. Did her parents get involved? Uh, did, did, did somebody rob a bank? I don't know, but somehow they had the money to, to float these tapings through. Um, as of last night's tapings, nobody has addressed the, the talent roster, which I think is a big mistake. No one has explained to them or given them any or, or tried to acquiesce their, their concerns and say, hey, everything's going to be all right. Don't worry. Um, I don't believe Corgan floated the tapings. And I wrote a column about this on PW Insider, I think on Saturday morning, that said, you know, the, the, the show is happening, but how? And I think it's important to know how because all the decisions that Dixie Carter made and this company made over the last four or five years left them, led them into this situation that they're currently in. And I think it's only fair to ask, how did they get out of this? Yeah, I know. I agree. Is- I said this earlier, bro. I was saying the same thing, dude, on the air here that, you know, I do think Dixie needed to address the talent. Um, I, I've been part of these type meetings, and maybe there's reasons maybe she couldn't. Uh, uh, maybe it was a thing where she don't want to be the girl who cried wolf and have all these meetings all the time and and, and give them all this rah-rah speech and there's nothing, there's no credibility behind it. Uh, or I'm starting to think that they just, they just couldn't do it for whatever reason. And uh, obviously the white elephant in the room is, is it Vince McMahon. Now, look, we know years ago with ECW that kind of was happening. You know, there was, there was help, you know. Yeah, there was. I mean, it, it's an. I I, I kind of doubt that that's what's happening here, just because if I'm WWE and I have my relationship with NBC Universal, am I going to give them money so that a competing company on a competing cable network is able to have those shows on a competing cable uh, network? I'm going to stop you, sir. As much as I respect you and you're very intelligent, mm-hmm. and I like you, Mike. Because if I didn't like you, you wouldn't be on the show. Um, okay. I will tell you this, my good friend. Vince McMahon does not look at TNA as competition. Not one. I know that for a fact, and I've known that for years. He doesn't. He doesn't look. They're not competition for him. They're not. Okay. You you think they are? <laughs> no, no. I'm 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 stating that from my from a corporate level of a publicly traded company on paper. Why would you do that? And I could be wrong. And I've stated, hey, I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. I could be wrong again. Uh, right. I just I don't look at this as an ECW situation. The ECW situation. Obviously, Paul had a good relationship with Bruce Pritchard and Vince McMahon and all these other people on a personal level. And ECW was on the cable network that WWE was about to go to at the time, which was TNN. And that could have left WWE in some sort of actionable position. So better to give Paul some money, help him float his, uh, float, uh, float his way through, hope everything works out 
out. And WWE had an existing talent relationship with ECW to begin with. You know, guys like Furnace and LaFon and Brackus. You remember Brackus. Great match there at the arena, by the way. <laughs> Thanks. Um, <laughs> tremendous. Um, you know, he they, there was an existing relationship there. There is no existing relationship with TNA. Now, could, could Dixie Carter have sat down and, had, and broken bread with Triple H at some point and they're trying to work something out? Sure. I don't, I don't discredit that theory. I just personally don't see it because the difference is – WWE was not with NBC Universal at the point where they floated all that money to Heyman. They were heading out to go to to go work with Viacom. Could the television situation and their relationship be something different? I don't. I don't know. It's uh, it's 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 you know. There's a lot of there's a lot of different moving parts to this story, and I, I said this on PW Insider. I said eventually it's all going to come out. May not be now. It may not be three months from now. It might be a year from now. But the truth always comes out in the end. Sooner or later, we're going to know exactly all the all all the steps that led to these shows actually taking place. And you know, my real question is whether WWE is involved or not. At the end of this week, did she was there a decision made to make this company solvent again? Because the key is not to keep taping TV. The key is for them to build a strategy that starts to bring revenue back into their company. They have no licensing right now. They have no DVD distribution deal right now. The UK tour, which is a bit usually on sale for months, is not on sale. That India tour that they canceled once that they were supposed to reschedule, we see no sign of that. Uh, it's great to have all the footage in the can, but what's the long-term outlook here? Yeah. Because, you know, and this is something Billy Corgan said when he was, I think, on ESPN or something. He said, you know, I don't want to make a deal where three months, six months, a year down the line, we're back in the same situation. Right, what right. deal did – if, if he wasn't the one that made the deal, what deal did Dixie Carter make? Right, well, what I think, she, I think, she, I, I think she had to sign some paperwork a while back <clears throat> that put her in this predicament. That's yeah. what I think happened. That's what I definitely – now listen to me. I am okay. not say I am not saying that Vince McMahon bankrolled this pay per view this past Sunday Bound for Glory, but I am going to tell you this: stranger things have happened, as you know, in the industry. And this has been a strange year for pro wrestling in Absolutely. general. So and I, and nothing's I, outside of the out of the realm of possibility. Totally agree with that, dude. And I'm telling you right now, the WWE does not look at TNA as competition. They don't. They're not competition. They're not the company. I've worked for both companies long enough. I'm telling you the vibe and the feel and the shoot of it. Now, I do think that Vince, if this, I'm not saying he bankrolled it, but if he did, it's not the worst thing in the world. Just because I've heard Vince in private conversations, on his plane, in meetings, he does, uh, how do I word this? If he has any, I, I didn't hear him say this, but the, the overtones of him over the years that I've got to know him, I think that if he had to redo some things in his career, there's a lot of things he'd redo, just like we all could say that. But I do think that Vince uh, probably regrets that he he monopolized and bought all those territories all those years and dominated the business. I, a part of me feels like that, even though he wants to die with all the toys. We know that. But he also believes in the industry, and he knows that now he has to have NXT and have talent groomed from underneath, where years ago the talent was groomed, as you know, on all different territories all over the country and the world. Right, yeah, and that yeah. and, and that's gone now because of Vince. Now it's slowly coming back with all these strong independents, you know, that we see. But the thing is, I do feel that Vince wants that friggin' tape library, okay, and he doesn't want to see Dixie and T and TNA just fall on their face right before a live event, a live pay per view like BFG, and he wanted to help them if if he if he gave them the money, he wanted to help them because I believe it's gonna sound nuts, and he's a hard ass businessman. He could have felt bad for them. And I know that sounds nuts to some people, 
But trust me, the guy's got a heart. And he, well, also, he also would want to try and get that tape library down the road. I'm telling you. Well, the one thing is, you know, when WWE floated ECW, I think it was $500,000 in 2000. That investment helped them have the inside track in purchasing the ECW video library when ECW did go bankrupt. So could they have made some moves that would in, perhaps if TNA falls off the cliff like Wally Coyote and goes kaplunk, uh, give them the inside track on getting that library? If, in fact, it goes to a chapter seven or chapter 11, I forget which is which. Um, it's possible. I, I don't discount that theory. I just I'm a guy who likes hard evidence. I don't have hard evidence right now and I just don't see it. But again, I, I'm admitting right here. I could be wrong on this one. Well, I could be wrong, I just, too. I could be wrong, too, bro. I really could. But um, you know what I'd like to see right now? On a side note, Jones, I would love it uh, at that. Uh, <laughs> let's do a split screen. Look Brian, the Brian, side. Brian, if you can. Uh, side note, Jones. Uh, and then let's go full on Mike in a second. Actually, go full on. I'm directing shot. I'm like Vince McMahon right now. So look, if, look, Mike, right behind you on that bed, I would love it right now if there was like a bunch of German shepherds, like pit bulls and Rottweilers, jumping around playing grab ass on the bed while you're doing this talk right now. That'd be hilarious. I'll see what I can do. I see what I can do for next time. Like a bunch of like like a bunch of pets, like raccoons and like dog like dogs jumping around, running in a circle. You know, and they chase each other and they sniff each other's sure. ass. They sniff the yeah. ass, right? And they bite each other's tail. You ever see they do that? It's like no fun. It's a weird show this week. <laughs> Every day, bro. Really That's is. how it goes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I knew he'd pop. I just heard it. Tremendous. Sound effects downstairs as a sound of so the audio bleeds in. All right, so listen. So what else do you want to talk about? Well, I had some people on Twitter ask me to talk about the Alberto Del Rio situation. He missed the big show for AAA in Mexico over the weekend. Yes. He uh, put out a statement and some photos claiming that he was attacked, as he said, by a criminal after having a meal while preparing to go on his flight to Mexico. I believe it was in Orlando. Um, all I know is that's what he's claiming. I, I, I'd love to see a police report on this. Uh, but some of the some of the wounds on the arm that he showed looked pretty gnarly. And uh, his head, I saw the one on his head. We talked about this earlier. Yeah, on the show it looked here. like he had a couple of staples in there, but I'm not 100 percent sure on that. Yeah, something happened. He, uh, he claims he got attacked and stabbed. And I said it's really odd because there's you know similar story out of uh, uh, West Virginia with Jamie Noble. Yeah, of, of that, a rep- that, that yeah. situation that. I mean, I know the uh, last time I spoke to the police in uh, West Virginia, they said they were still investigating. They didn't want to comment on anything because it was an ongoing investigation. Uh, I'm very, you know, that's a sad situation. I'm, I'm glad the guy's not hurt any worse. Uh, as far as I know, he's still in the hospital, which sounds like it was pretty serious to me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just best wishes to the guy. Cause Jamie Noble's a hell of a hand. Hell of a really great mind for the business. Great performer. Great, great guy. Uh, he's a great personality. guy. So Everybody a loves him. Super yeah. guy. Super guy. Really is a super guy. Seriously. Yeah, it's sad. Hope he's yeah. going to be okay, man. Uh, uh, yeah, and same thing for Alberto. And although, you know, there's there's always going to be people who say, well, how do we know it really happened? Well, we, we'll know if and when we find the police report. I'd like to know where this incident actually happened. Did it happen in Florida? Did it happen in somewhere maybe in Texas? He was transferring to another flight. Uh, you know, did it happen in an airport? Did it happen outside of an airport in a restaurant? Like, I, I think there's still some questions to be raised there because th- this is not the first time that he's not shown up at a major event that he was advertised to at the last second. All right, Mike, so what news are you going to drop uh, when you hang up over here on the Skype on the PW Insider? What breaking news are you going to put out on the, uh, the website? Uh, I'm, go- I'm, I'm about to pack up my, my suitcase and go home, so I am oh. probably won't be breaking anything. Okay, Day Ray Jones at the motel. All right, listen, uh, why don't you plug well, your... They've uh... knocked four times, so <laughs> i, I got to get out of here. <laughs> why don't you uh, plug your elite gimmick and then get off my show? All right, I will. Sorry. 
Um, hey, everybody. Thank you so much for watching the PW Insider Report with uh, that guy, Taz. You know Taz, by the way. Okay, you, listen, you don't have to um, do a close. The show's not over, okay? <laughs> Just plug your damn thing. Just All right. They're counting me down. <laughs> wow. Um, uh, hi, Dan. How are you? Um, <laughs> Dan Norton, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, um I want to thank everybody for checking us out, checking me out personally and listening to this. I hope we didn't bore you too much. Thank you, Taz, as always, for having us on. You can check out PWInsider.com right now, also to wrestling news. You can check out the Elite section, three days free right now, signing up at PWInsiderElite.com. Check us out for three days. We don't bill you for three days. If you like it, stick around, hang out for the party. If you don't, head out the door like I've got to because they're knocking on my door again. Uh, follow me on Twitter at MikePWInsider and follow Everyone at PW Insider on Twitter at PWInsider.com and, uh, and PWInsider.com on Twitter, I should say. And, Taz, thank you as always for having me on. Oh a lot of fun. God. And I uh, hope your phones get fixed soon. Oh, yeah. Don't worry about my phones. Okay, Mike, that might be the longest plug in the history of plugs. Holy crap. Dude, seriously. Like, all right, enough. Mike, thank you for joining us. I appreciate it very much, my friend. All right? Wow. Unhappy Jones over here. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Johnson, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, right, big guy. Thank you, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, guys. Have a good week. Good, good, bro. All right, that's Mike Johnson right there. As usual, does a great PW Insider report. He better get out of that hotel. I, you know, they're knocking on the door. They want him out. Hey, Mr. Johnson, get out. Get out. He's got dogs running around in the bed. He should have had something on that bed jumping around. It would have been good. Like a little, like a little, like a hairy, like troll. Or like some, like a <laughs> kind of a, a little person, like a costume. Or Dutch twins. <laughs> <laughs> I still see Mike Johnson on the video. No one can see him. He popped on the Dutch twins lines. <laughs> Handsome Johnny. Dutch twins. Uh, Menage Trois Jones. All right, so we're going to go to a break right here. On the side of break, I'll interact with some of you guys on the Facebook. i got to continue talking about Raw and a uh, very busy Taz show. Last segment coming at you. Sit tight. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, well, here we go. Fourth quarter city. Taz Show, uh, Show.com. Maybe you watch it. Maybe you listen to Show.com. Maybe you listen to the podcast. Or maybe you're on the Facebook Live right now. Maybe you're on Facebook Live at Facebook.com slash Show, interacting with uh, yours truly or people here on the show. Or you're interacting with each other, which I think is awesome. And I, you know what? I I talked about this uh, early in the week, maybe. I can't even remember. And... Um, Coming soon will be a way that you can, because this this rare that we do the whole second hour on Facebook Live, where people can watch the show and interact with each other. And it's it's cool for me. Like, I'm watching a lot of you guys interact with each other while Mike Johnson's segment was on. And I think that's so cool that, that you guys are all becoming friends or shoot the bull with each other as wrestling fans and Taz Show fans. So now, like I talked about this, like soon you'll be able to watch the whole show and interact like you're doing just like right now on Facebook at TazShow.com, a better quality video than you're watching right now on, at Facebook. And uh, hopefully I just uh, put a little message out to you guys. Hopefully you guys, um, you know, uh, like Lizette Austin says, we love to chat here. Well, Lizette, that's cool. But guess what? There's going to be a day soon where you can't chat here. <laughs> you're not chatting on Facebook Live coming soon. But you can chat with each other at uh, TazShow.com down the road here. So that that's that's where this is gonna go. Do you want to talk about that online store real quick too? Yes, I do. If you want any uh, high end type of Taz show gear, Nub City gear, 
okay, you can basically go to my Twitter account or Taz Show Live Twitter account, and it's pinned, and there's a link, and there's a lot of Under Armour, uh, polo shirts, hoodies, gear for women, gear for men, Backpack Jones, uh, Baseball Cap City. There's a lot of stuff on there. I make zero money on this, guys. That's the truth. That's my normal VIG. Zero. There's the graphic. Those watching the video, you can see there's two logo options. One's the, the Taz Show traditional logo. The other one is Nub City. So that you can just go to, um, like I said, I think it's pinned at the top of my Twitter. It's definitely pinned at the uh, Taz Show Live Twitter account. So uh, I make no money on this. You don't have to buy it. I don't care. But if you guys just you know put it together with this company over there to see if you guys want to get something nice like polo shirts, College City Jones. Some guys are saying, hey, I got to wear a college shirt to work. This is cool. I can represent the show. You know, I can wear a polo shirt. Like running around like I'm playing golf like an idiot. You know, you could do that too. You know what I mean? But there's some cool stuff on there. And uh, I think it's fairly priced. I mean, I think, you know, $175 for a hoodie is not bad. Right? I, I, that's that's a steal. That's a, I think that's definitely, uh, that's, yeah, and for a baseball cap, 64 bucks. What are you nuts? It's great. You'd be a sucker not to get one. <laughs> No, the prices aren't that bad. I'm joking. So uh, anyway, so back to Raw. I got to get over to a couple of things before the show ends here. I, I talked about the opening segment. I obviously talked about, you know, the thing with uh, the guest commentators uh, ripping the Universal Champion and Chris Jericho and stuff like that. I got into that. I'm not going there anymore. Uh, I talked about Kendrick and TJP, and we talked about that. Um, I did not talk about Michael Cole sitting down with Seth Rollins. Uh, this was, we've seen this a lot with them, and they, they, they want it to come off like it is, where it's kind of stiff, kind of scripted on Michael Cole's part, uh, where they want him to be like um, CNN Jones, you know, like just total sit-down news thing. That This is another example of let's feel like we're not in the wrestling business. That, that that's, that's how they are. I mean, I, I, it's, it just seems awkward. I mean, it seemed like... Seth Rollins wanted to be a little looser and interact with Michael Cole, but it was just stiff, the whole thing. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not in essence blaming Cole. He's just doing what they're telling him to do, to be honest. Uh, this is what they've been doing for a while with this thing. It's a little stiff, that's all. I also want to point out a production thing they did that was very different here with this. They did a deal where, um, if you notice, they didn't run B-roll, which is secondary video footage, while the interview was happening, and you hear Michael Cole and Seth Rollins. They ran still shots, kind of like you would see on a Fox News or a CNN type thing, of stuff with Seth Rollins. It's, I don't remember them doing too much of this type of a production element. Um, I don't know if I liked it. I don't know if I hated it. I'm kind of indifferent about it. But I just wanted to point it out to you guys as my audience, something that I noticed from a production standpoint, because you know that stuff jumps out to me a lot. Um, you know, I, I, th I thought it was interesting. Uh, anyway, so that they, they, they did the interview. It was all right, whatever. Uh, you know, Jericho and Kevin Owens, um, you know, they come out, and it's basically the promos about going after the tag team titles, and then the New Day comes out, and I talked earlier about Jericho. You made the list. You made the list. It's hysterical. I love it. I think it's great. It's very funny. It works. Chris is awesome at it. My whole problem is not to go on another tan uh, little tirade on this is that, you know, our champion, the universal champion, is still just mixed up in this tag thing. And it just it just doesn't just just make him special for God's sakes. It's just mind-boggling to me. I'm sorry. 
Uh, then we saw Sami Zayn and Titus O'Neil. Sami Zayn won the match. So it's physical. These guys went after it. You know, Titus O'Neil got a lot of heat on Zayn early on, but they did some kind of a pre-tape thing with Titus O'Neil, which is kind of weird. Like Titus O'Neil brand, what was it called? Something that like- was that was what he was calling it. I guess they're giving him a another layer to his character, or something like that. Or yeah, is- I don't, I don't know. It seemed like really just thrown together in two seconds. Uh, I, I don't know. I just, um, it just seemed odd to me. Joseph Catatini on Facebook Live said, Taz, you made the list. <laughs> I hope so. I mean, geez, I would think I'm on a list. The guy blocked me. Jericho. Yo, Ray Carter said, delete, obsolete, delete, delete, obsolete, obsolete. Oh, God, I love the Matt Hardy gimmick. It's the best. Um, what do you call it? Uh, what was I going to say? So, yeah, I, 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 you know, I just, I don't know what they're doing with Tyus O'Neill. I mean, there's, there's something there in this guy, and they're just not, you know, it's like start, stop Jones with him. It's like they do something, they stop. They do something, they stop. They do yeah, something, they stop. Is the whole thing with him and Darren Young done? I don't know. I don't know. I like the whisper. <laughs> I have no idea why. So I don't know, dude. I really don't. I, 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 some things I just don't have the answers to. I, I don't understand why they do uh, you know, what they're doing. I really don't. Um, it just doesn't. Uh, Michael Lawson just put something on Facebook to me. It's a paragraph. Bro, how am I going to read this, Michael? I can't read this, dude. I, I can only read one word while I'm working. <laughs> Really simple. One bullet point Jones. That's how you got to be. Boom, boom, boom. Rapid fire. Rapid though. Rapid though. Rapid though. That's how this is done. You know, I mean, simple. So, you know. Um, so, anyway, back to the thing with the uh, Sammy Zane and Tyson. Sammy won the match, like I said. He almost didn't get him over with that exploded T bone high college suplex there, but he got him over in the corner there. So. It is what it is. And then uh, they did a quick vignette of Anderson and Gallows going into break. I really like this. I'm like, all right, this is cool. Now they're going to start pushing Anderson and Gallows. And I like the vignette. It was pretty different. It was pretty cool. And then they come up, and what do they do? No entrance for Anderson and Gallows. (laughs) This is what I mean. No entrance. They do a little vignette on him, and they come up, Cole Jones. And they give the entrance to the Golden Truth so we can have – the rap gimmick. Like, come on. And, and uh, you know, a rap gimmick, like how much do you want to get the rap gimmick over when you have Corey Graves bury it? Which I think Corey did the right thing by burying it. But I'm just saying, if you're pushing this in Gallows, give their entrance. What are you turning this guy into? No, don't 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 give the Golden Truth entrance. No knock, you know, on on uh you know on K Quick and uh you know R Truth and Gold Dust. R Truth and Gold Dust. Don't knock on those guys. But I'm just saying, who's you, some must live, some must live for others, some must die, I should say, for others to live. So, I really also felt like it was a little too much of a competitive match. I got to be honest, if you're really cranking up Anderson and Gallows, then they should have kind of, you know, did more. And, and, and they won the match, Anderson and Gallows. I just think it should have been more. Uh, I really do. It's just my opinion on it. Um, you know, it's the way I saw it, the whole thing. It's just... They have the goods, Anderson Gallows. You have the history. You have the legacy to go out there and kick ass and build them and push them, make them killer heels. You need that. You need that. Like Bud, Bud Quillen on a Facebook Live, Steamroll Jones. Exactly. Steamroll City. That's what, that's what I mean. That's exactly right. Kevin Kimmins on Facebook Live says the club should be tag team champs. I, I, I don't disagree with that. I was calling that a while back. 
They've completely cut these guys' nuts off. Bull Sack City. <laughs> Gone. You know what I mean? Enzo and Cass, they did a very high road, classy uh, promotion uh, for breast cancer awareness and everything. I thought this was very nice with these three ladies, and they all get, gave, uh, all three ladies received, you know, women's championships. I thought it was really nicely done. I, and, and you can see Enzo was trying to have some fun with it. It was, not, it was well done. The whole thing was cool. It was classy. It was, I just think it was great. Uh, I, you know, I thought it was very nice. And WWE does, they do. I give them a hard time a lot out here. A lot of your fans do too, but they do a great job with so many different, um, you know, charities and issues in, in real life and, and try to help with their fame and their fortune to help others. And, and, uh, and, I, and I tip my cap to the McMahon family on that. I do. I give them a hard time a lot, and I, I get pissed because I'm passionate about wrestling. I'm passionate about storytelling from an announcer standpoint, a wrestling standpoint, a writer standpoint. And I just, but at the end of the day, I know that you know Vince and company—they do the right thing. You know, and this segment proved it. So uh, seriously, you know, I thought it was cool. Um, then we get into Kevin Owens and Jericho versus the New Day. I talked about this at nauseum, so I'm not talking about it again. For those that are on Facebook Live, if you missed the first segment, sorry, I'm not getting into it again. You can go check out the uh, podcast version of the show later on when it drops. If you're watching or listening live on the Facebook or whatever you're doing. James Rivera said, chanting, no, Sack City. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, what else we got? So, uh, anything jump out to you so far on this, this raw thing you want to say, Captain, or not? Kind of like seeing the Rich Swan-Tony Nese match. thought that was really cool. I was happy to see Tony Nese as the victor. I was happy to see he won the match. As you guys know, I've been singing the praise of Tony Nese for a long time. The guy is legit. And uh, someone tweeted me, I apologize, don't remember who you are, yesterday, last night, and said something along the lines of, Tony Nese will not be in that cruiserweight division for long. They're, they're going to you know, push him on uh, a regular deal. And you know what? You might be right. He's got the size and all that. He can do that. Uh, Tony Nese is just uh, hes a special talent in there. I love the way he gets it done. So but you're right, though, Captain. I agree. Uh, Johnny, did you happen to catch it or not, Raw? I did. You and watched Raw? That was Raw. my favorite, uh, favorite match. I, I saw... I saw a good portion of it. Okay. And uh, I really like Rich Swan. You Rich Swan is entertaining, I hit, dude. I, I dig his vibes. I could see you and Rich Swan at the club. Uh, yeah. No, really, I could see you. He's got the moves. He's, he's got having the... fun. I That's... see you and Rich Swan at the yeah. club, bro. I I, uh, I think he might be my favorite wrestler. Really? Talk yeah. to the mic, sir, before I throw a heavy object at you. Rich Swan may be my favorite wrestler. So Notice far. that a captain doesn't help you, doesn't direct you to talk to the microphone. <laughs> He, he wants to points, bury he you. He points at it. He just points. Yeah. He can't aim it any right. <laughs> No, it's, that's my fault. Um, but yeah, You're right. I it is your that. fault. Uh, I, yeah. I like the uh, the uh, acrobatic style of, okay. of Rich Rich. Swan. A gymnastics-esque, yeah. you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and he's very like athletic, yeah. That that jump that he did and to grab... Uh, Tony Nese is the Tony name of Tony Nese's head. Yes, Tony yes. Nese was up on the, the corner post. Yes, the ropes. And the yes. ropes. Yes. And he uh, and, and Rich Swan jumped up and, and grabbed him with his feet. Bless your heart, sir. <laughs> Bless your heart. Handsome Johnny, you are the man, brother. I'm, I'm happy to see you watched Raw. Usually you're out drinking and stuff and vaping, you know, on Monday nights. I know that. So it's nice to see. I still was. <laughs> I had Raw going on in the background. You're like, no one said I wasn't. <laughs> Dutch twins, as yeah. you said earlier. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, my God. 
So then we saw a uh, huge moment, right, later on at the end of the main event. We saw Sasha Banks. And congrats to her, right? New women's champion and a gigantic victory on, um, on you know, Charlotte, who I thought was an awesome champ. I, I got a feeling they're going to run with Sasha for quite some time. She really connects to the audience. She's over like Rover to Sasha. Uh, interesting to see where they go with Charlotte. Charlotte can work. She can talk. She's got the legacy, obviously, and her dad, the great Ric Flair. So, you know, she's she's going to be fine, Charlotte. We'll see what happens here. Yeah, I do like the touch that they did not, that they made sure that uh, Dana was got injured in a scuffle with Bailey, and so she ha- she couldn't be ringside. It protects the heel in Charlotte. To me, that's obvious. It's kind of an LT moment, I guess. I haven't done this in a while. Boys and girls, it's time to gather around the learning tree with your kind and caring teacher, Taz. He's always so angry. He yells at everyone. Why? He's sharing his one-of-a-kind insider perspective of professional wrestling. It's all about me. It's me. Me, me, me. It's the learning tree with Taz. Okay, so uh, this leads into a, a comment I saw on Facebook live here into this LT moment. Nathan LeBrev, if I said your name wrong, I apologize. Why give it for free on Raw? Sasha doesn't win on pay-per-view. And this is the LT moment. And here's the thing, Nathan. The reason why you give it for free and what I was just going to get into is because more eyes see it. Okay, as opposed to a pay-per-view or a big special on WWE Network, when it's on Raw, more eyes see it. Makes it bigger, makes it almost more important because more people know about it. And in essence, believe it or not, it does help their pay-per-view buy rate. It does, even though it happened on Raw. Because they, they make her a champion on there. Now, the other thing in this LT moment is you have to protect heels. And that's an old school thing in the business that I feel should never die. And WWE did it right yesterday with this. They made sure Dana was got into this thing with Bailey backstage. She got messed up. She couldn't be out there. By the side, in essence, to help Charlotte. And that's well done. You got to keep the heels protected. That's called heat, right? They keep their heat because now Charlotte can go out on Raw next week and bitch and moan, you know, where the hell were you, Dana? Where were you? You know, where were you? I needed you out there and you failed me again. And it's a layup for them to go into an angle with Dana and, um, you know, Charlotte. I personally don't think they should, uh, even though it's, it's, it's set up on a silver platter for them. It's just right there. I just don't think Dana right now is ready for that. I don't think she's, I hate to be this blunt, a good enough worker to, to be in a regular strong program with Charlotte. I don't. I just don't. I, they have her in a sidekick role, Dana, and she does a pretty good job in it. Uh, and 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 Dave Lightfoot on Facebook just read my mind. You know, he's saying Nia Jax. You know, I mean, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Right, she's raw, I believe, right, Cap? No. She raw smackdown. Yeah, Nia Jackson. Yeah, she's uh, raw, right? raw. Yeah. So, I just, um, you know, I, I, I think, and also, yeah, like, if you're looking on Facebook, uh, Gerald uh, Edwards makes a good point, and I thought of this, uh, when, and, you know, watching a lot of Sasha over the past several months, uh, I want Sasha to fight women her, her own size. You know, I understand, because Sasha's not a big girl, so that's the thing. She, if she, if I'm in charge and she's the champion, she's doing a lot of selling and bumping as the babyface champion, because she's not a big girl. She's tough. She's the boss. I got it. But you know, you gotta make sure you have heels that can put heat on her. 
you know, so, um, you know, uh, Ignacio Vasquez says, what's the point of bringing up Nia Jax if, uh, if they don't use her at all? Not understand that, but they might not feel she's ready yet to be in that spot, but I think someone like Sasha's got enough shine on her. She's loved enough, that means. That, you know, uh, you know, with Nia Jax, with that big size advantage, you know, she could do something with Sasha, but it's tough. Those agents and Vince and stuff and Triple H, they're going to have to have some creative ways to have Sasha defeat someone as big as Nia Jax in, in a platform with, in front of uh, casual fans more than hardcore fans, if that makes sense. To me, it makes sense. You know what I mean? Recap. You get what I'm saying, like about Nia Jax and Sasha. Even though Sasha's smaller, but she's loved. She's had to sell more and bump more. Yeah, I mean, it would be a total against all odds type of story. I mean, I kind of want to say, reminds me a little like Daniel Bryan going in there with guys that are way bigger than him and coming out on top. Uh, yeah, I think that's a good example. Um, some people even mentioned yours truly when I was a champion against Bam Bam Bigelow, but well, people don't realize, yeah, I was 5'8", five, 5'9", five, but I was 250 pounds. <laughs> so I wasn't like a, a little baby micronaut, you know, fighting Big Bam Bam Bigelow. He was a lot taller than me, and he was 350 pounds. But still, I mean, it wasn't, you know, you, you, it's okay to be a little bit undersized as long as you, you bring the wood, as I call it. You know, bring that intensity. And Sasha does that. It's just like Daniel Bryan did, you know, so... Uh, Eddie Guerrero, God rest his soul, was a great champion. Eddie was not a huge guy at all, but Eddie was l- believable. And you got to be believable in the ring. You got to be believable. And Sasha does that. <clears throat> you know, um, I, I really think uh, um, they, they that whole women's division on Raw is wide open. They could do a lot of different things. Um, they can do a lot of different things. People on Facebook Live are talking a lot about Bailey, and it went by quick. Someone just said something about Bailey turning heel. Uh, Armand Wyatt, you know, I, I I would love to see Bailey as a heel. I just don't think they would do that right now. Uh, maybe they would. I think it'd be great, but she's not made enough yet as a babyface. People love Bailey. You know, kids love her and everything. She's just so likable, and that's a perfect heel eventually, but not yet. She's not there yet. I don't think so. Maybe they'll turn her next week. Who knows? I just don't think she's ready yet. You know what I mean? That's just, uh, you know, uh, it's just the way I see it anyway. So, uh, all right, look, we're almost getting ready to wrap this show up. So, uh, what do you call it? What was I going to say to you? Come on, what do you have on tap tomorrow? Oh, we have a guest on, uh, well, we're off this Friday, actually. We're not Friday. That's, this not this Friday. Friday. You know, it's There's no be, show Friday. Yeah. Right, I guess. No, fr- no show Friday and no show this coming Monday. So, CBS said I have to take off. That's what they told me. So I told you, hit the bricks. Hit the bricks. <laughs> so I'm taking off. Uh, we're taking off. No show this Friday. No show uh, this Monday. And uh, the following Friday, which would be whatever date that is. The 14th. Yes. We will have a guest in uh, Vampiro. Yes. The color commentator from Lucha Underground. A lot of you guys remember Vamp from uh, WCW Nitro Days. Uh, Vamp will be on the show here with yours truly via Skype, I believe. That's the plan. Right, we got him on Skype. Vamp's a very creative guy, uh, fun guy. So looking forward to uh, chatting up with him, uh, not this Friday, the following Friday. So you know what? It's like some people say to me, oh, what do you got? Guest every Friday now? Nah, not really. It just kind of organically happens. Um, you know, I don't do much guest. You know, I really, I'm more interested in hearing myself. It's part of being a narcissist and an arrogant bastard. It's kind of how you, you know, Rocky Patel just said, okay. 
Bye. Love you, Taz. Okay, Rock. Love you too, buddy. I'm not off the air yet. <laughs> Jeez. Um, so <laughs> Nathan Lefrob back. He's back in. It's his four-day weekend, Jones. Uh, yeah, kind of. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, you know, should be um, – should be, let's see, this Friday, Monday. I'm thinking about something. Hold on a minute. So if we got uh, tonight, we got SmackDown. I'm going to talk about that tomorrow. Correct. Okay. Handsome Johnny, you going to check out the SmackDown? Yeah. Uh, the microphone, sir. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll catch some of it. I'll get hot. I'm just asking you. All right, that's cool. So yeah, we'll check out the SmackDown. Uh, talk about that a little bit. Uh, that'll be fun. And then, uh, you know, I, I, I want to watch some baseball now. It's going to be tough because of the Mets. Not tonight, but uh, tomorrow. tomorrow night, I, I yeah. want to watch that giant Met game. I got to start getting involved because, as I say, baseball only matters this time of year. It means absolutely nothing after this. Or before, right? This guy just popped me on uh, Facebook Live. Bud Quillick, Ego Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, <laughs> what'd you say about baseball? What? You said it doesn't count after this, and I said it doesn't count before this either, doesn't, right? No, nothing. It just matters now in October. That's it. That's all that matters. None of the stuff for baseball matters. It really, really doesn't matter. Darren Davies says, we need three hours, Jones. Yeah, I understand. You know, I got to tell you guys real quick before I wrap the show up, right? So, like, ne- all right, so the captain's obviously, he, he quit the show, right? So he's leaving, right? So, so subtle the way I say it, right? <laughs> he quit. I gave my notice. He gave his notice, right? So there's obviously, there was going to be changes even if captain stayed. And the guys in the studio know what I'm saying. Positive changes in a new year. There's, there's things are changing in a good way. In a good way. I, don't don't worry about nothing. It's good stuff. Stuff with CBS. Some corporate business stuff that's going on. I don't know much about it. It's stuff that's been scuttlebutton for a, about seven months. To be honest, much higher than what I do. It's all big wig corporate stuff that affects all shows. So there's a lot of stuff that's going to change in a new year towards the positive flip. In my opinion. Uh, the Taz Show's not going anywhere. That I can promise you. So uh, we will be here with or without the captain, even though we quit. And uh, <laughs> no, we'll have uh, someone else running the board and producing. And uh, some people saying, oh, someone on Facebook said, it should be Handsome Johnny. Oh, you never know. Maybe it will be. I mean, maybe not. You know, maybe they're all going to video Brian Hurt quit about 10 minutes ago. I understand there's going to be a lottery held for my position, right? Oh, stop. Come on. <laughs> On that note, I can't follow that. Well, I actually can, but I'm going to go. All right, look, uh, for everybody here at the Taz Show, I'm Taz. Have a good one. Talk to you guys tomorrow. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same Cause we've been doing our own thing Trying to stay up I wanna go back to days with no grades We ordered the kids meal Play ball, that's all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page But these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my concerns got me wondering Where they got the Bacardi at Going for another drink just to get away. We gotta live it up. Carolina here to stay. I'm hoping I won't let you go.
through it's due back since I was shooting hoops. No issues, you know what I've been going through. And it's for the team, no I go for my dreams, I've been on tour.